pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Joe Reinagle. That's the third time in seven seasons. The San Antonio Spurs are the NBA champions. Jason Minutes. They go back to big day as Super Bowl champions. Dallas 52, Buffalo 17. It's the Blitz on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagle. I'm Jay Semenix. In Las Vegas, our AA Best Bail Bonds Radio Row coverage continues. Presented by Synergenics and Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds. 5 o'clock in San Antonio and joined by former Smithson Valley Ranger Andrew Sendejo. What's up, man? What's up, man? It's been a while. It, well, yeah, well, I mean, we, we're, we're becoming... Um, uh, an annual event here, yeah, uh, on Radio Row. Though we talk to you throughout the year, but uh, yeah. this is this is fun. You you love coming to Radio Row. Yeah, no, it's good to uh, see some familiar faces, see you guys. Um, you know, just see some other guys that I played with, uh, catch up with other people. Always get to go to a new city every year, so always a good time. So, so what is that like when you see some guys you used to play with? Y'all swap stories, you say hello. Is, is there any yeah. kind of bonding going on? Yeah, there? You just you know, you obviously you kind of keep up with each other through social media. Some you know responses to uh, you know different posts and different things, some DMs, but not a lot of face to face. So it's always good to catch up. You know, make sure they're doing good, they're healthy, um, and, and and so it's always good to to see the see the guys in person. So when you think about the fact that you're not playing anymore, even last year, I thought, yeah, you're going to go back and play if you get a call. Yeah, and, and you you stayed out. Um, is it harder the further away you get from your playing days? No, it's easier because you realize, you're like, if I tried to sprint right now, I would blow both my hamstrings off my body. You, the further you get away from having to tackle a large running back, you, you watch the, the games now, and I'm just sitting there thinking, like, I could not do that right now. My whole body would explode. So it's, you know, it's, for me it was, I you know, I did my time. I played as hard as long as I could. Did your time so, like you were in prison. I, know, right? <laughs> I did my time. Like, I gave it, I gave it all I had. Uh, I played a lot longer than I thought I was going to play. And so, um, you know, you have to. You have to be satisfied with that and be happy with what you were able to accomplish while you had the opportunity. And, um, you know, it's almost like uh, a new life in a sense. You know, you kind of go into this next chapter of your life that, you you know, you don't always know when that's going to happen. Some guys, they do, uh, you know, retire when they, you know, whenever they want to, uh, depending on their on their situation. Um, some of us, you know, play for as long as they can. And so uh, it's kind of like a... Almost like a fresh start uh, going into a, another chapter of your life. 
Is it, uh, I mean, do most guys go into something else, I mean, when they retire from football? Because most of you guys are, are still very young when you retire from football. Most guys have that second career. Yeah, and I, I think that's why a lot of guys, you know, stay involved, whether it's in coaching um, or just athletics in general, is, uh, you know, that's part of your life. And it's one of the kind of only ways to continue to get those highs and lows and excitement of the game is to be you know involved in some capacity you know whether it's a coach an assistant whatnot Mm -hmm. and to be able to um you know stay in that kind of uh kind of like sports bubble in a sense Andrews and Deho joining us here on the blitz 94-1 at San Antonio Sports Star knowing uh, watching you play in high school right uh watching you play in the NFL you're a big hitter uh, you've got hats that I love. If you've got one, show it to our yeah, people yes, watching on YouTube. Um, be, because I love this. I assume you're selling these. Make Which camera? Yeah, that one. Yeah, one of these will see it. Make football violent again. Yes. Um, yeah, so this hat... <laughs> so there's a lot of stories about behind this <laughs> a hat. Lot, a lot of stories. <laughs> it's, yeah, um, you know... I, in 2018, I uh, wore that hat and kind of went viral. The NFL had changed a bunch of these helmet rules and whatnot, which I totally understand. Uh, but some of them were a little egregious to where I felt like it was almost impossible to abide by the league rules. And it was actually making defensive players, it was putting them in an unsafe position by asking us to try to dip our head out of the way and and when you do that and you put your head to either side that's when you get hit in the side of the head and that's when you actually get knocked out and get a lot of these concussions um and i would i'd been wearing it for probably six months until they changed the league rules and then all of a sudden some media guy snapped a pick and sports center posted it tmz posted it a couple other people but um i resurrected these hats because I had a guy come up to me in an airport about a month ago, and he just walked up to me and said, hey, man, make football violent again. He <laughs> gave me a dap, and he just walked nice. off. And I was thinking, shoot, like, I, I didn't realize, like, that was a thing. Like, when I was in Minnesota, people would come up to me, and they would say, hey, man, make football violent again, or they would ask me to sign that with my name. And so, you know, I sent out a little, uh, you know, a little tweet and some uh, Instagram posts and I was like hey like should I resurrect these hats and uh, out of the very small following that I had I had a lot of responses and so I said screw it there's there's some hats Uh, so um, we actually you can actually buy these online Uh, we have a little landing page for them it's uh, www.mfva.shop stands for make football violent again Um, (laughs) so and and not to be misconstrued being violent doesn't mean hitting with your head. You can be violent and hit with your shoulder. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to – it's more of kind of a mentality of uh, we're not trying to play flag football and that, um, you know, being a you know, old-school kind of hard-nosed defensive player, uh, you know, you've got to be physical. We've got to be violent at times. Uh, you were a big hitter. Uh, you, you, you were known for that. You were a big hitter. Andrew, I don't know how defensive guys, especially secondary guys, play anymore in the NFL. The one rule that drives me nuts is the underthrown pass, and the receiver <laughs> comes back, the defensive guy says, and it, it pass interference. How do you play football like that? You don't. You just get the flag, and then you keep, you keep playing. <laughs> it's crazy. It's, uh, you know, I always, I always say, like, if I go back in time, I probably would have been a receiver because <laughs> all the rules are uh, – 
are going against us. And uh, receivers get paid more money just to, you know, have all the rules in their favor. And, you know, they can basically do whatever they want. But uh, it, it is tough being a DB. Um, it's part of it. It's, you know, obviously it's an offensive league. The rules um, are in their favor. And that's just how my life went. And I was a, a defensive back. And so I just uh, tried to uphold, you know, that um, physical mentality. Um, you know, I wasn't like a, a cover corner, although I did play nickel for one playoff game against the Saints. Uh, where I was one-on-one in the slot with uh, Mike Thomas and Ted Ginn, if you know who those guys yes, are. Yes, yes. They're pretty good receivers. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's tough. And, you know, the rules will continue to kind of go in the favor of the offense, just how it is. Andrew Sandejo joining us here on the Blitz. Big hitter for sure. I know uh, your your last play you don't remember, right? I remember it because I have a video of it. But, <laughs> but at the time... Yeah, it, w- it was one of those things where I was like, I think this happened. And then you watch the play, and you're like, oh, I do remember that now. Um, but, yeah, it was a, a pretty aggressive, very gruesome uh, concussion. You know, it was in my 12th year. It was my second concussion of the year. You know, part of also why, you know, ending my career was, you know, I was like, okay, I'm still healthy. Uh, I can walk. Um, you know, don't want to sustain any more concussions uh, i got to the point you know my mom my friends are like i think you should stop playing um so uh but yes there's a, a gruesome video somewhere on youtube probably who was the guy that you watched growing up like uh, like ronnie lott maybe or or who, who how did you get to become the player that that you were i didn't watch any football growing really up. i was a soccer player the way football found me was because i've I got red carded in every soccer game. <laughs> I fouled out at every AAU basketball game. And then I finally started playing football in middle school. You grow up down in San Antonio area. You just, you're going to have to at least go out for football at some point. Yeah. And I was like, wait, you can, you can actually hit these people and it's allowed. There's no, <laughs> you don't get in trouble for it. And so football kind of found me in that sense. Um, and it just, Luckily, where I grew up, where I went to high school, football was a huge deal, Smithson Valley. And, you know, that was really a, a huge part of my foundation of being able to make it to uh, to the NFL, you know, to even get recruited uh, for, you know, to go to Rice. Uh, and so just even the coaching staff I had, very old school, hard-nosed, uh, really kind of ingrained a lot of those, uh, you know, kind of that mentality in me. Um, and it kind of just... Stayed with me all through my whole life. Old school, hard-nosed coaches. That's Larry Hill. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Could also be Mike Zimmer. Yes, uh, it could. Mike, Mike Zimmer, rumored to be possible candidate to be the next defensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys. Thoughts? Uh, you know, obviously I'm a fan of Zim. Uh, you know, I was with Zim from uh, 2014 on uh, through his end of, of Minnesota, but... You know, he was old school. It reminded me of kind of my upbringing in football, just old school mentality, play tough, play physical. Um, you know, he was all about the hard work, the grind. Um, I learned a lot from him defensively um, and, you know, had, had some really good years in Minnesota when, when he was there. And so I think it would be it would be cool to see a reunion, you know, him coming back to Dallas uh, and whatnot. So 
Um, I hope I hope the best for him. I hope it works out. We'll we'll see how that shakes down. You think he fits the personnel though? I mean, the way look the and and it's just the evolution of things, right? I mean, mm-hmm. kids have changed a little bit in, in the way they think. You think he still? Fits? I I think just because he's seen so much ball, he can tweak any anything into because even in minnesota like our defense started out as this really you know heavy cover four zone and then we got into this man match kind of cover three uh still all within his kind of his baby so to speak but uh i think you you adapt as the game adapts as the offenses adapt to these kind of everyone's a receiver type body now you got to have guys that can cover all those guys so now your linebackers are getting smaller now your safeties are kind of these hybrid nickel corner type guys uh and you're always and that's just how the game evolves uh and so i think just when you have that much experience you know how to tweak all those things uh and get the right guys in the right spot um i mean he's just he's just seen so much ball uh i, th- I think he could do a very a very good job with the personnel uh, in Dallas, knowing the personnel that the Cowboys have, secondary types, but also Micah Parsons, who, you know, and Dan Quinn was a great defensive coordinator until that last game, right? But um, <laughs> uh, you know, he he was. But so many people, why isn't Micah playing more linebacker? Why is he always lining up as an edge rusher? What do you think Mike Zimmer would do with a player like Micah Parsons? Zim has always done a good job of finding those couple of guys on the 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 guys that change the game and he'll find a way to scheme them up to get them in the best position to make plays uh we did that in minnesota uh everson griffin daniel hunter harrison smith anthony barr uh these all these guys that were great blitzers uh obviously great edge rushers and finding ways to move them around get them in different schemes uh in order to to change the game so i think for him it's he would be able to evaluate what these guys are good at and be able to get them in the right spots to, in order to make the plays that they need to make. Defensive coordinator for a team, I mean, is, is it, the Cowboys in any hurry? I mean, do they need to be in any hurry? It's not like college where you're recruiting, right? I mean, I think that the the defense is is, is so stacked personnel-wise that you don't have to. I think if you maybe were worried about there were some weaknesses in some areas you might want to bring in that coordinator early so that you can address those issues in the in the draft and in free agency and whatnot um but i just there's so many players on that defense that you'll find the guys to to kind of fit those roles gonna be interesting andrew sandejo joining us here on the blitz working radio row obviously getting a lot of mike zimmer questions uh today (laughs) um uh but also uh, BraintreeNutrition.com. You, you know, you get out. You went to Rice. So you, you know, smart. You got a lot of smart friends. I got a lot of smart friends, um, and even smarter uh, doctors on our medical consulting team that helped us formulate all these products. Uh, so yeah, the, you know, I launched Braintree Nutrition uh, after prolonged head trauma, concussions, TBIs, uh, on myself and my teammates, and wanted to create a line of products to help enhance and preserve your cognitive function and brain health. So uh, we set out and uh, hired our medical consulting team to kind of validate these studies on certain ingredients that are backed by you know, human clinical studies proven to be effective to help improve your focus, your memory, uh, neuroprotection. We have products to help with your stress and anxiety. We have products to help with your sleep. Uh, we have products to help with your hydration. Uh, and just really trying to address these different areas to help improve your brain health and and like we always say your brain health is your mental health if you focus better 
if you have a better memory, you're not forgetting where your keys are, you're not stressed, uh, you're sleeping better, you're eating better, just overall kind of longevity, those are the things that, that lead to kind of these mental health uh, problems. Um, and so we, uh, we're on the forefront of degenerative brain disease. We donate a portion of our proceeds for every sale to Alzheimer's research. Uh, and, I, you know, after my last concussion, you know, had a lot of focus, a lot of memory problems. And, I, you know, I've been almost to almost restore kind of my brain health, uh, you know, by taking these products. Like I said, I, they're, I give them to my mom, my dad, my family. I take them. Uh, you know, so I am a customer of my own products. Uh, so you can go check us out, uh, BraintreeNutrition.com. Uh, we have a 35% off sale, free shipping, money back guarantee. If you take the product and you decide you don't like it, we'll refund you your money. That's how confident we are in our products. Um, so go check us out. Well, I, can, I can say this. Nice. The uh, sleep aid works. The sleep is, uh, we get a ton of good feedback on the sleep aid. I mean, almost... I don't. I'm not sure that we've had one person not like the sleep products. Uh, we use a branded form of tart cherry extract, which has been proven to uh, reduce your time to fall asleep and increase your time being asleep. Uh, and so, instead of a lot of people are taking, you know, Benadryl and these diphenhydramines and stuff, you wake up super groggy. This is like your all natural. It has naturally occurring melatonin in it. Uh, and so sleep is really the foundation of all oh. kind of mental health, physical health. So that's really, you know, honestly, it's always, people are always into the products that help you focus better, better and remember things better. But really, I always promote the, you know, first, the natural way. There are natural ways to kind of do a lot of these things. Supplements are there to supplement what you're taking. They should not be your entire diet. And I'm even saying that as the business owner, you know, <laughs> I really yeah. should be on here saying you have to take these. But uh, to be truthful, you know, you can you can try. I always advise, try, try to do these the natural way. And if you can't, now we have something to help you. But I always push the sleep first because that kind of creates a cascade of issues if you're not sleeping well uh, from a cognitive function standpoint, from your you know, your physical energy, your diet, your cravings, uh, the sleep controls everything. So, um, you know, a good night's sleep kind of can fix a lot of your issues. Braintreenutrition.com is the website. It's good stuff, I promise. And the uh, hydration, the yeah, brain water? The brain water. Uh, uh, hydration, sure. <laughs> But if you've been out drinking the night before, I don't know what you have in we, this, but you could sell it that way too, man. Yeah, it's take your take your favorite hydration product and, and put it on steroids. Not put steroids in it, put it on steroids, <laughs> and that's what that's what our brain water is. It helps with cognitive function, physical endurance, mood. Uh, we have all the electrolytes, no sugar. It tastes amazing. Um, it, it, yeah, it, like I said, a lot of people are out here drinking all these sugar packs and all this different stuff, but uh, hydration is a big part of your uh, your cognitive function. But, yeah, if you're traveling, you're working, you're studying, you have to focus, you're drinking, um, you're working out, all those things, it can help improve all those areas. BraintreeNutrition.com. Andrew Sandejo, always good seeing you, yes, my sir, friend. Yes, appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it, Absolutely. More coming up from Vegas here on Radio Row on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star.